Everybody, this is Vegan Snack Attack. I'm John, and I am here in Austin, Texas, uh, just for the weekend. And I'm talking to a bunch of tech Austin's uh, biggest vegan superstars that are doing some of the coolest stuff. And I'm extremely excited to be here at a food truck, a food stand. I don't know exactly what you guys call them, food truck uh, called Capital City Bakery. And I'm here with Kristen and Jared. And Kristen is the owner and brains and mastermind of this whole operation. Why don't you uh, tell us? a little bit about yourself, Kristen. Well, my name's Kristen. Um, I started Capital City Bakery about a year ago. Um, we opened our food truck uh, this May, so we've been open for about six or seven months now. And I'm um, just trying to make awesome vegan baked goods and um, sell them out of a little truck. Cool, and I actually noticed that on your truck and on the signage, it doesn't say vegan anywhere. Was that a conscious decision? Yeah, that's actually a marketing tactic for myself. So um, I feel like uh, people, especially in the South and Texas, still have the negative connotation of the word vegan. So um, especially with baked goods, um, I mean, sometimes it's harder to convince people that a meat substitute is meat. But with cake, cake is cake. It's, you know, it's really hard to tell the difference a lot. So I want to be able to open up people's minds to different types of food and, you know, um, without them already having decided that they don't like it before they've even tried it. So Does it say anywhere, maybe inside the truck or anything, that things are vegan? Yeah, I do have it um, in certain areas. Like on the website, on the menu, it says everything is vegan. And I, I try to kind of um, make light of it. Like I say, everything's 100% vegan. Enjoy, you know. And I, on my website, one of the first things you'll see is there's a slide. And one of the slides uh, is kind of my unofficial slogan that I joke about. And it's no meat, or um, excuse me, no eggs, no milk. It's magic. Um, just because people always seem to ask me, the most common question is, how do you do this? How, how, I don't understand. How do you make this without eggs? And for me, I'm just like, it's really not hard at all. Like, it's just the mindset that people have gotten into that, you know, it's, it, oh, you can't make a cake without eggs. It has to have eggs. That's just, you know, one of the necessary ingredients. And for me, I'm like, it's cake and you can make it many different ways and it still tastes great. So... And uh, Jared, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you fit into this whole situation? <laughs> I fit into this situation. I try out and test all of the, all, all of the material. The greatest job on the planet. <laughs> He's the official taste tester of the company. Yeah, and, and I do and I do a lot of promoting. I try to when I go to work or hang around friends, try to talk to people about it. Um, I'm an educator, so I work I work in schools. So you know, I'm trying to trying to get get catering stuff and get stuff out there to people because a lot of people are really shocked. They they have this they have this notion that all vegan food is absolutely horrible. It's gonna taste bad. And I said I said well, I always think it's because that's where you went. Where it depends on where you go. If you have someone that's knowledgeable about you know baking or knowledgeable about cooking, it's gonna taste great. So. And I'm just going to go ahead and assume that you are both vegan? Yes. We're both vegan. <laughs> totally. For how long? Vegan. Oh, for how long are we going to do this? For, for life. For how long have... <laughs> but starting, starting when? Uh, for me, uh, vegan vegetarianism started back in the 90s, like late 
late 90s uh, got 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 into it from the hardcore punk music scene you know so bands like youth of the day and bands like earth crisis and things like that kind of got us got, got well got me thinking got me thinking a little bit differently about what what i put in my body and just the world around me it just really opened my eyes to it so it's i think i what did i, what did I celebrate i think we cel i celebrated like what 12 or 13 years or something yeah <laughs> oh, that's Fantastic. Yeah. How, about, how about you, Kristen? Um, for me, I've been meat-free um, in April. will be 10 years, um, and then I've been vegan for about five years. So. Oh, that's great. Uh, so what made you decide to open up the food truck? Um, well, I wanted to start my own business. Um, I've wanted to be an entrepreneur for a while now, um, and for a while I didn't know what I wanted to do um, with the actual business. Um, I don't have too much business sense yet, and I'm kind of stumbling through that, but um, I do know how to bake. Um, and so I went to culinary school to learn some more technique. Uh, and I just decided that um, I wanted to open up a truck because um, it's a little bit uh, less financially risky than a storefront. So I'm trying to kind of build from the ground up, start really kind of DIY. So. so did you have any other like profession before starting this up? Or is this kind of like, you know, you, you went to culinary school and you were just like, okay, this is what's happening. No, actually, um, I didn't, I, I'm not one of those people that has been baking since I was like two years old with my grandma making sugar cookies. Like, you know, we did, uh, that's not how I grew up. Um, me and my mom would bake every so often and that was always fun. So I think it was always in the back of my mind, but, um, I always wanted to work, um, in arts. Like I wanted to do, um, when I was in high school, I wanted to do animation. Um, and then that, you know, everyone wants to work for Pixar, I think when they're 17, yeah. but, <laughs> and then I went to school to college for visual communication so I did web design for a little while um, and then I decided I didn't want to work a nine-to-five at a desk job I, I wanted to actually be actively doing something even just with my hands making me feel like I'm making a difference so I, I ch decided to change careers I, I worked as a barista for about four years while I was doing some you know mm -hmm. web design on the side and through being a barista I decided I really like the arts aspect and the design aspect of putting food together and so I think that's kind of where I put the connection together of oh I want to actually work in food so right and if anybody looks at your website they can see a gallery of photos of your creations and they look beautiful Thank they you. look amazing yeah I like to kind of attribute um, the design part of my past to really the presentation of my food I think that's you know people always ask me like well do you regret going to college for something else the first time and I definitely say no because I learned so much about design colors things like that that really play into my presentation so that's awesome <laughs> so how have things been going since you opened really well um, the response has been really great um, we've been open for about seven months now um, and things just seem to be getting better and better every month I'm doing better um, and lots of people keep coming by and saying oh you know I've not, I haven't heard of you yet and so I think the word's still just getting out um, which is really encouraging because that means there's only up up from here to go so that's awesome uh, so this is my very first time in Austin, and Are you enjoying it? I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. It's such a cool town. Um, but you guys have a very unique type of food truck scene mm -hmm. uh, where they always, it seems like a lot of them are pretty stationary most of the time. They might move around a little bit. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that culture, the, like the food truck culture in Austin? 
Yeah, um, I think food trucks have gotten really big in the past, you know, I'd say five years or so. I mean, I think everyone always compares Austin and Portland. I think they have a lot of similarities, and Portland has a lot of food trucks as well. Um, there they call them, like, I think they call the little lots, they call them pods, food right, truck pods. Right. But um, here, I'd say probably in the past three or four years, um, you know, we started seeing food trucks on South Congress, which was really the first place. There was trucks like, you know, Hey Cupcake and a lot of trucks down there. They really kind of paved the way for the whole movement. Um, things have really blown up since then. Um, but it's definitely a huge part of our culture here now. Like, you ask people about food trucks and they just absolutely love the idea of it. You know, there's been a lot of battles with the city and regulations with health codes and things like that. And anyone who ever talks about, you know, them having to do something about food, tri food trucks, people get really defensive because it's definitely a part of our, you know, our Austin culture now. So. Sure. And I noticed that in the particular lot that you're in, uh, there is a falafel place that says 100% vegetarian and vegan. Is that a conscious decision for you to be at a place where people could maybe get a meal at one place and dessert at yours? Uh, definitely. The, when I first moved in this lot, um, there's there's two, well in this lot there's four food trucks right now and three of them are all vegetarian, mostly oh, vegan. Awesome. So there's conscious cravings. Um, they do wraps and um, like rosemary baked fries and it's very healthy. It's really good. Um, delicious food. Um, and so they were here first. Um, they have been here the longest, and I was one of his customers, and that's how I found out about this lot. And I said, you know, I need to be next to a truck that does vegetarian vegan food and already has a vegan following. That way they can just kind of find out about my truck by coming to eat here. So um, I definitely chose to be here because there was another vegetarian and vegan cart in here. Now, Moses Falafel actually moved in two days after I did, so we've been here about the same amount of time, and that was, I think that app actually was just a coincidence. I'm not sure he planned on being here because it was all vegetarian, but now we've kind of become known as like the vegetarian food court, so. And uh, could you just explain where, where exactly we are right now? Uh, so we're in the UT area of Austin. Um, we're at uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard in Rio Grande. Um, it's right off campus and it's right pretty much right in between the campus and downtown so it's a pretty prime location in my opinion. That's great. Uh, yeah, I've I haven't been in this area of Austin until just now, and it's it's really cool. I mean, just to talk about Austin a little bit, uh, you're right. It does remind me a lot of Portland. I had been there once before. Uh, not just like the the food trucks or their pods, but you know, just the way that the city's laid out, the river and the bridges and the, all things like that. You know, uh, it seems pretty clean, and everybody seems very friendly. So I think there's uh, like-minded attitudes too. You know. Know, everyone seems I mean I, I don't hate to call it progressive but it kind of is everyone has like kind of progressive mindsets about a lot of things like there's people who care a lot about the environment here yeah. um, about themselves and what they eat there's lots of people who are health conscious in both places I think so um, about the only real big difference is, is the weather in my opinion yeah. so and they got the good end on that one I think so. definitely forward-thinking Definitely. <laughs> uh, so, are you both from the Austin area? No, we're actually both from Houston. Houston, so. H Town. Um, I lived on the East Coast for a little bit in between, but Texas. Yeah. Uh, I lived in Maryland for a little bit, okay. so and kind of in the middle of nowhere. And that's actually where I went vegan, which is crazy because the only thing I could eat out there was like a tofu dish at one of the Asian restaurants. <laughs> that's like that's the tiny town it was. So, <laughs> I went vegan in a place where there was absolutely nothing to eat, which is also something that kind of helped me learn how to cook better um, too but then when I moved to Austin it was like heaven I was just like oh I can eat everywhere okay yeah, right. <laughs> no I mean when I decided to come here it was 
in part because I know that it's such a progressive town and that there are a lot of like-minded people to myself. And uh, I, it was, I was just very excited to see what it was all about. And that's something I'm looking forward to doing is traveling around and, you know, going to places and discovering their, you know, the vegan scene. Uh, is there one in Houston at all? There actually is now. Yeah. Um, when we both lived there, it was kind of um, scarce, I'd say. You know, like there was places to eat, but... Um, nowadays like we were even talking about this the other day since we've moved from Houston which is you know, I know. Been, isn't, isn't that funny how it works you it's, know. it's yeah. just been it's, it's exploded like yeah. there's just food, tons there's of there's a lot of, there's a lot of food trucks there's a lot of vegan options there are a lot of places where they might not um, be like all vegan but you go there and they're like oh yeah we have about three things I'm like well heck man that's yeah. better than it's better than most places you know where they're like, where you know it always surprises me when um, you know establishments don't open up to vegan and vegetarian Ideas, You're like you know, you've been to places and they're like, nah, you know, we just don't, we don't do that. I'm like, well, you know, that could actually help your business. Well, for me, it's you not know? even about an ethical choice if you're uh, an entrepreneur. It's about a smart financial yeah. decision. I mean, you're building a different clientele. Um, you're reaching out to a whole different side of people, you know, another people. That's so. right. It can't hurt to, you yeah. know, offer stuff that has less ingredients. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I mean, it's not going to really, in a restaurant, you should pretty much have already basic vegetable ingredients too that you can make a dish with so it's not hard to add something to your menu to cater to somebody else so I think a lot of that is just kind of a culinary mindset though of you know very old school like there's meat in everything pretty much so um, it happens yeah well you never you never know see what ha see what happens down the road yeah for sure I mean things are definitely changing I mean even in the time that I've been vegetarian uh, you know this past decade I definitely see a huge change in how people think and what you know uh, all these questions that are coming up uh, just about being ethically responsible and stuff I mean things like this were never discussed five or ten years ago and now people are you know thinking about different diets or their carbon footprint or things like that so it's definitely changing it's, so. it's really it's really weird you know especially if you work in a corporate environment and you know you know, I, you know I do that and I, I I'll hear people and they're like oh you know that they'll see me drinking like something green or something yeah. they're like they're like what the response is ew they'll say, they'll say they'll say what's that I was like well you know it's a little bit of kale a little bit of spinach a little bit of apples a little bit and they're like you know that's that's probably pretty good for you I was like yeah <laughs> it, it is and but people start to get you know really into it everyone's getting into yoga now everyone's like well you know maybe I'm not gonna stop eating meat, but you know I might try to eat less well, of it. And I'm like, Mondays, that's a, right. yeah. Meatless Mondays is a huge deal. Yeah. Huge deal. I mean, restaurants are doing that. Restaurants are, you know, doing vegetarian dishes. I follow some people online who run totally meat-based restaurants who are participating in Meatless Mondays, and that's super encouraging. Absolutely, so. yeah. That's that's fantastic. And the, yeah, I think everything's shifting. I what I, what would you say? I'd say probably in about. 20 or so years like what people consider to be healthy will change you know the old you know that old food pyramid that whole right. thing of like I've they've got I was like yeah they've, they've actually updated that so I really think it's gonna change you know, that, that idea of like well you gotta have if you have cookies there must be there must be that milk that that yeah. fat pus from the cow that's supposed to be for the cow you know Gross. you have to have that you know but that store that's starting to change and people are people are kind of seeing the, they're seeing the benefits of what the earth has to offer us the fruits the vegetables everything you know it's you know all the the health problems and things that are going on with over excess of eating meat people are like huh 
this person just reversed this disease by like by by eating a whole foods you know diet right. well the first episode of this podcast is with a guy who had uh, testicular cancer when he was 19 oh. his family decided that they were all gonna go vegan they did and totally reversed it Wow, that's awesome yeah, yeah. I so, think like the health the aspect there. of it is a, is a huge deal because obviously people are very concerned about themselves these days but I also think that the link between environmental issues is a really big deal too because people are seeing changes in things that are going on with the weather and we, we've just seen it exactly. on the East Coast and so yeah. people are getting more and more concerned about oh you know maybe we really have done something wrong to the world so right. you know I think there's a lot of things like I actually I would say that I'm more of an ethical vegan. Um, I definitely went vegan for animal rights reasonings, but I think that the majority of people who are eating less meat are probably doing it for health and environmental reasons, which, you know, I think that's pretty cool too. Like, it's pretty awesome that things like that in the world around us are making people rethink what they put in their body, you know? Right. Yeah, uh, and, and speaking uh, about the health aspect of things, um, do you find that your cupcake ingredients are, uh, I don't know, I mean, baked goods in general are definitely less on the healthy side of things. Um, I don't know, do you find that you try to use ingredients that are a little bit better for for people? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I think just being vegan in general, it definitely is a little bit better. I mean, there's no cholesterol and right. stuff like that. But this is actually something that, you know, I struggle with the thought process of a lot. Um, being a vegan baker, it's kind of hard because uh, I went vegan because of animal rights reasoning, so I wasn't even really thinking about the health yeah. aspects of it. But of course, as you go vegan and you stay vegan, you start thinking about the other aspects of it and the health exactly. kind of comes into it. And that's where I'm at in the point in my life right now is where I'm trying to get healthy and then balance it with what I love to do. And so I think that the ingredients are, are you know, they're better quality in general because I try to use like organic when I can and things like that um, and local produce when I can. I love to incorporate things like that. But um, it is definitely a struggle. Um, they're definitely not like on the the healthiest end of things you could eat. It's still a cake, you know, it's still cupcakes. Sure. Uh, do you offer any gluten-free options? I do on special requests. People actually have been asking me for gluten-free more and more recently. I started out doing a little bit of gluten-free and I didn't really have much of a demand for it, so I stopped. But lately, I think I may need to add something else gluten-free to my menu because people have been asking all the time. So. Well, that's also pretty tricky because for something to be completely gluten-free, you have to make sure that all the preparation and everything is completely gluten-free. So, I mean, where do you usually make your cupcakes? So how I bake is I every food trailer has to have a commissary or a commercial kitchen. Um, so I bake everything out of the commercial kitchen, which is on an off-site location, and then I transport them here unfrosted, and I frost and decorate in the trailer. So people always ask me if I have an oven in the trailer. And yeah, it's, it's pretty tight quarters. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. And at first, I thought I would put a little oven in there, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to save money and bake out of the trailer. And with the Texas heat, it's just no, it was no, a, no. a bad idea. So, well, while we're uh, talking about some of your baked goods, let's do some snacking. You've you've got a, a, some samples of your cupcakes right here. Can yes. you tell me what you got? Um, so we have two cupcakes here for you. Um, we have a double chocolate cupcake, which we call a blackout cupcake. Um, that's one of our daily flavors. And then we have a seasonal cupcake, which is our pumpkin cupcake. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here, let's let's take some take some pieces off here. Uh, which one do you guys want to want to start with? Um, the chocolate one. Let's really do this good, one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm very excited about this. <laughs> uh, I try to on the pod for the podcast. I I normally like to speak to people who are on like 
you know, the ethical side of things or the, you know, health side, like big health stuff. And I've, I haven't had very many bakers, so it's a, a little exciting Good. and it, like a, you know, a secret indulgence to, to try this stuff out. So here, you guys have to join me with this. Break it with you. Yeah. Oh, that's teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. I'm going to go for it. I'm taking all the frosting. Sorry. <laughs> that's how I roll. That's excellent. I I absolutely love um, sharing vegan baked goods with friends of mine who aren't vegan. Yeah. Sharing uh, vegan anything with anybody who isn't vegan is the greatest thing because well, you're always just like, there's the nervousness like, oh my god, what if they don't like it? I really hope they like it. Oh, no, 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 no. And then they always do. Yep. It's they the always thing. do. That's what I was going to say. And that's what goes back to like when people... You know, you do things out of love. You do things out of care for for other people. I mean, that's that's one of the one things I think that's awesome about her bakery. I mean, she did this to, to spread. It's spreading veganism to people because one of the main things people say is, "Oh my gosh, this is vegan." Mm-hmm. They're so shocked. The first and it, thing everyone yeah, says. and it gets them. It gets them thinking about it. It's, it gets them like they'll go online like, "Well, you know, I read a little bit about it. You know, I might try it on Thursday." <laughs> you know, they're gonna right. try. You know, I'm not saying they're gonna just go all out into it, but at least it just it opens up their consciousness and. It, it gets them to just be aware of it and it changes their perception so they don't have that stigma you know yeah that's one thing I was gonna say when we were talking about the health aspect versus baked goods and you know um, I really I didn't get into this necessarily to be the healthier option I think in Austin we have um, a lot of really healthy eating options here we have you know an all raw restaurant and everything mm-hmm. like that and that's great and I totally appreciate that but I like to consider my business kind of more of an outreach than a, mm-hmm. than just a business. Um, I am really trying to open people's minds and reach people, and the best way to do that, in my opinion, is through cake. Um, because oh, yeah. cake makes everyone happy. Um, everyone always gets super excited about baked goods. Um, you know, it's they're always surprised that it's vegan, and I think that will open their mind and let them try other vegan foods. So, right. to me, it's funny because people have actually joked to me before about how I, Capital City Bakery is kind of like the gateway vegan business. <laughs> it's like, it, you know, I've actually had a lot of customers tell me, you know, I'm trying to eat vegan. I just went vegan a month ago and you're really helping, oh, you know, so oh, that's gotta feel amazing. to me, that's like one of the most, re- that, that re- feeling is the most redeeming when people tell me that they just went vegan and I'm helping them. Also, the other really redeeming thing about my business is when I can provide things to kids who have allergies. That's, yeah. To me, that's one of my Great. big ones. That's so. the ultimate thing. One time we, one time we had vended at I think a music event mm-hmm. and there was a guy who was allergic to eggs he this guy was like 18 years old he had never eaten he had never eaten sweet stuff before right. because because he couldn't because if he would he would just blow up and have to go yeah. to the hospital egg allergies are no joke and, mm-hmm. and he he ate it and his face lit up he was just it, it was almost tears he was just like oh my god this is so good like I never thought I'd be able to try something like this and it's moments like that where you're like you know what this is yeah. all done for oh, yeah. the right reasons. I have one customer who's been coming to me since I opened the trailer whose daughter is allergic to eggs. Mm-hmm. She's like a little, I think she's maybe three or four years old. She's really cute. And they come here all the time and they just get a, a handful of cupcakes and just let her sit out here and eat them. And she just gets so excited. And to me, it's like, 
you know, I can, I have bad days sometimes for sure. You know, there are days when I am like, why did I do this? Or I don't understand. I don't know business or something, you know, but things like that really reassure me that I'm doing what I need to be doing. Yeah, you're making people happy. Exactly. And that's the, and that's, that's the most important goods, thing. Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I remember the very first, um, vegan cookie aside from things like Oreos, yeah. which, uh, yeah, we'll get to, oh, um, aside. Yeah. Like the first time anybody like cooked, like baked, um, vegan cookies, mm-hmm. they were terrible. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, it was like when I was in college and I was like, Ooh, like yeah. this is what this is all about. Like I'm never going to go vegan. Yeah. And then, uh, the next time I tried one, which was years later, you know, it was like, Oh my God, what? This is seriously. There's definitely a a big jump between uh, vegan food in the past ten years. I mean, I have friends who have been vegan for twenty something years, and they say, "Oh yeah, ten years ago, vegan food was cardboard." Yeah, you know, like it it definitely was. And nowadays, it's like you really can't tell a difference, in my opinion. Or like everything was all like soy Mm -hmm. this and you know it's or they had weird names you know what I mean that people were afraid of and that still happens and I think it's kind of funny and and quirky but you know back in you know 10 years ago it's like everything was like that and people just I think drew that line and Mm -hmm. pushed vegan food aside and put it in its own category and now I'd say in the past 5 or 10 years things are really being just included in this is just what food we eat you know even if we're not vegan it's just vegan food it's just food people have become smarter with preparation and finding out what ingredients work and what doesn't work because you know with that idea of like you know how food how the vegan food used to taste of like oh it's cardboard or this and that well people are like okay I don't want it to taste like that anymore what do I need to do to make this you know if you're doing a cake what do I need to do to make this moist what do I need to do to make yeah. this you know to where it's like what people remember because everyone like that's the weird thing about desserts and sweets like it has this kind of family nostalgic, nostalgic right. kind oh, yeah. of thing and so when you're like hey I have a chocolate chip cookie and it's vegan and in their head they're like well you know what man it better it better it better come close to my grandma's yeah. you know it better it better have don't mess it, with grandma's yeah, it better, oh, it better have it better have that it better have that you know it better have that oomph you know that feeling and they bite into it like okay Alright. Yeah, yeah. This is it. And it's just a matter of just knowing what works and just how to. For years, it's like kind of like, how are you going to veganize something? You see, like, what isn't vegan, and you're like, how can we make this vegan and still good? Right. Oh, yeah. I like the aspect, too, um, in the culinary world, especially. Like, with, we were talking about vegan food kind of just becoming more of just, it's just food and not oh, vegan. Oh, oh, I, yes, I promote that at all. It's like, stop putting that justifier in front of it. Like, it's just food, and you don't, you don't have to make it seem like it's, uh, it's you have a condition. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's just, just food. Like, yeah. but I like that too because I think as as vegan chefs are kind of becoming more popular, I've noticed in the past you know five years that there's a lot more vegan chefs. Even just you know personal catering chefs, whatever. I think it's cool because I think that we're actually challenging people to. They say, oh, like you made that and it's vegan, yeah. and then they're like, I can do that. It's like you yeah, know? step your game up. Exactly. Well, That's I mean, I don't know if you guys watch Cupcake Wars, yeah. but. I don't know. It's it's huge, and there's always That's not good. always, but there are a lot of vegan bakers mm-hmm. that go on there. Oh yeah, it's been a major. Um, I think, honestly, just progression for veganism, even just that show in general. Because uh, I remember there was a time where Food Network, any of those channels, like Cooking Channel, wouldn't show anything vegan yeah. at all. And so now that there's been vegan bakers who have won that, I mean, it's a huge step up. Yeah, the, huge. It's, step. it's totally shaking things up because. Everyone had this idea of like, oh, it's vegan. Oh, you're you're vegan. Oh, okay, that's not gonna work. It's not gonna be good. And then people, you know, you have people that actually understand food and they're 
eating it and they're judging it. They're like, no, we'll we'll be the judge. This this is actually excellent. And so everyone's like, whoa. And it's also okay. the fact that you're not using ingredients that are typically in you know your yeah. go-to yes. cupcake. And could you imagine yeah. how that could feel? You're like, you know, in other words, someone has made a vegan product that's not using the tried and true ingredients. And it tastes better yeah, <laughs> than right. what people right. have been traditionally yeah. doing, you mean. know? That's what a lot of people say about the product that we make here a lot of times is, oh, this is the first thing is, oh, this is vegan, and they question it. <laughs> and then the second thing is, this is the best thing I've ever had. Yeah, right? That's And that's my favorite thing ever. So. Like, all right, let's bust into this uh, this pumpkin oh, guy right yeah. here talking about the best thing I've ever had. I just can't wait on that pumpkin. Yeah, right? <laughs> this one. For sure. Uh, actually, we'll do this one. Oh, okay. Let's All do right. This one have a Camino. And and the presentation is phenomenal. It just looks delicious. This is my favorite part of the show because we get to eating, like eating literally break bread together and you know a just form a little bit of icing bond right there. Yeah. That is very pumpkiny. Right yeah. <laughs> Super pumpkiny. And what's the frosting that you have on there? So that's a vanilla buttercream with cinnamon on top. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Right now I try to keep things pretty simple because I do work out of a trailer, yeah. so I can't have like crazy ingredients or too much stuff. Or, right. So, um, gold dust. I try to keep it. <laughs> challenge. We have a challenge here. Gold dust. Uh, I mean, I can do it. I'll take that challenge. So. Oh, man. <laughs> mm, that's delicious. And so moist and the consistency is just perfect. Yeah, that's another uh, compliment that I get a lot too is that things are moist. Yeah. People, I think, I don't know. I People mean, I guess, have some dry stuff. I guess when they cake get is vegan, dry. Yeah, they, when they get vegan baked goods, I think they're used to it being dry. And they eat and they're like, well, someone made this for me. I guess I have to be nice to them. But then, <laughs> and then they come here and they're like, wow, this yeah, is what right. it's supposed to taste like. <laughs> yeah, the moist factor of cake is really important for people. I think that's, I mean, if you ask anybody what's the most important part about cake oh, to yeah. them, it's always, oh, I'm moist. I want, uh, I want moist cake, so. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the snacks that you keep in the trailer for yourself while you're working. Yeah. Because you, you got a few things. We'll just, we'll just take a little... Uh, you can just let us know what you what you snack on, and then maybe we'll we'll take a few bites. <laughs> so the reason I chose these things is because these are ingredients that I do have in the trailer. I do use them in my product. Oh. Okay. Um, and so as a byproduct of that, I snack on them because I'm in the trailer they all the time. So, um, so yeah, these are definitely things that I use, and I'll go through the products and I'll tell you what I use them in. Okay. Um, and then we can try them. So the first one is really cool. It's a, definitely a vegan cult snack. It's a Chico stick. I've never seen this before. Oh, oh, oh. You, you, you messed up. Oh, this, your, this, your this mind is, is about to be blown. Oh, so no. the Chico stick, I described, it's a, it's a candy, and I described to people um, as kind of like the inside of a Butterfinger. Um, the, descri the description yeah, is yeah. crunchy peanut butter and toasted coconut is what the description okay. is. So um, I and use what's these. In this? So it's basically it's it's crazy looking. It's this orange stick, and uh, it's you know, but it's got toasted coconut and peanut butter, um, and it really does taste like the inside of a Butterfinger, which is awesome. Especially if you dip it in melted chocolate, it does taste like a Butterfinger. Yeah, um, that's the thing. So I crumble these up and I use mm -hmm. them on our signature cupcake, which is called the Peanut Butter Crunch Cupcake. What? Um, it's chocolate <laughs> cake, and it's got peanut butter buttercream, and it's dipped in chocolate ganache, and then it's got Chico stick crumbles on top of it. So I, when people ask me about well, you know what's the flavor. 
flavor of that cupcake I say it's kind of like a butterfinger yeah, you know right. that's why I tell them so um, these are really good um, and it's the cheat just, way it's the cheat way to do a butterfinger you dip it in chocolate it. and it tastes like a you it's like a butterfinger right, I'm gonna yeah. go for it yeah it's pretty crunchy and delicious but um it's really good these are really cool yeah it's awesome told you <laughs> And we have another con. That's unreal. These are actually, I call them a vegan cult following, you know, candy because it's really true. Like, I chose to do my signature cupcake as this one because every vegan, you know, a lot of them love Chico sticks. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's kind of my way of, of pulling the vegan culture mm -hmm. into my food. So, um, but these are cool too because they're made by a company called Atkinson's and it's actually a Texas-based company. Okay, so these yeah. are still local, which is pretty, mm -hmm. is pretty cool. They're from the same state. Maybe why I've never seen them before. Probably, yeah. yeah they're not as uh, they're not as popular, I guess, uh, in other places. Yeah, I they're thought they were. Every, I thought they were everywhere. They're so around. They're just harder to find, I yeah. think. So, but they're definitely around. So um, they're they're also uh, an older candy too. So. Yeah, it but, definitely looks like it's been around. Yeah, like, like yeah. the branding is like super '50s style, and it's pretty cool, but. But yeah, they're definitely, um, I, I knew I had to do something with them. So, mm -hmm. um, another one of our uh, vegan companies in town, Sweet Ritual, they actually make a sundae with these two, and it's amazing. Oh, it's my favorite okay. thing. So. so, the next thing we have are pretzels. Um, these are kind of my more healthy snack option. These are when I'm trying to be good, which is rare. Wait, are you trying to tell me that the Chico stick isn't healthy? Um, I'm I, out of here. I won't <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> Just know. But the pretzels are good. I used these on um, one of our cupcakes that I kind of just came up with like a week or two ago. And it's a salted caramel cupcake. Um, oh, wow. Because, you know, sweet and salty is always really good together. So uh, I do a chocolate cake with uh, salted caramel buttercream. And then I put uh, caramel sauce on top of that and then a pretzel on top. Mm -hmm. So when you bite into it, it's kind of sweet and salty all at the same time. Right. So, But these are always a snack for me. It's hard for me to keep my, my hand out of the bag of pretzels. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Cool. I don't need to munch on those because I've had I've had these before, yeah. <laughs> but they are they're, they're not too exciting, but they're delicious. So they are delicious. But let's go over some other things. So these Teddy Grahams. A lot of people don't know these are vegan. They're like one of those accidentally vegan are they foods. Just the, the cinnamon. Yep, cinnamon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The only ones that are not vegan, I believe, are the honey, honey ones. Yeah, yeah um, the sense. chocolate ones are vegan too. Oh, well, we have a solution so. for the honey then. <laughs> right. Yeah. We use a product called Bee Free Honey here. That is amazing. It's fairly new, um, and it's. It's kind of like agave, but it tastes more like honey. And it's actually made from apples. It's really what? cool. Yeah, yeah, it's made from apples, but it tastes like honey. So we dip things in that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. yeah, um, but these I'm are really these. these are great. They're the cinnamon Teddy Grahams. I, I make a, yeah. a cupcake with these. That's really good. And it's called the Honey Bear. Oh. I know everyone loves that. And <laughs> the cool thing about it is that it's a vanilla cake, um, and it's got. Uh, what I call a cinnamon gram buttercream. So how I make that is I make a vanilla buttercream, I add cinnamon to it, mm -hmm. and then I add crushed up Teddy Grahams to it, okay. which is kind of weird being a vegan and crushing up little cracker bears. I know. It feels kind of odd. Yeah, away. I do. I look away, but um, <laughs> it's okay. Um, but anyway, um, so I do that, and then I put a little pool of the bee-free honey on top. I make a little like hole for it. And then I stick a Teddy Graham inside of it like it's swimming in the little oh, bowl of honey. And everyone, like, I, that one, just people go crazy over it. I think people love the look of Teddy Grahams. They're very cute. So I like to play on that. Um, there's, some, you know, Teddy Grahams are funny because some of them have their arms down and some of them uh -huh, have their, their arms, arms up. up. Yep. So I try to pick the ones that With have their, their arms, arms up because it looks like they're having fun. And they're saying, And the ones with the arms down are the ones that you snack on yeah, all day. Those are the ones that get eaten. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
So, but uh, that's that's a popular cupcake here. People love that one. So yeah, it's always good to find out about um, products that are in every store that are accidentally vegan. Yeah, that it's just like, did you know that that's vegan? And you know, people never well, seem to believe you. Manufacturing is is a big deal because a lot of times people make things accidentally vegan because it's cheaper. <laughs> right. So we're like, thank you for saving yourself money and yeah. making something I can eat. Yeah. So. Right. But. And uh, speaking of which, we're moving on to uh, probably the biggest, like Sorry, the most notorious one. Yeah. This is my mecca of vegan snack foods, the Oreo. Classic Oreo. I love Oreos. I yeah. You didn't want a pretzel, but you want an Oreo. Well, I, I mean, see how it is. Uh, you know, whatever. Why are you gonna hate? Whatever. <laughs> Well, you know, when when it comes time to to have some sort of crazy vegan indulgent snack and it's at your fingertips, yeah. you gotta have an Oreo. Oreos are great. Um, I make a cookies and cream cupcake with Oreos, so it's chocolate cake with crushed up Oreos and the buttercream. It's really good. Um, people love that cupcake too. Um, but Oreos are. I've always snacked on Oreos. It's really hard for me to not snack on Oreos when they're around. Um, they're another accidentally vegan product. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I believe they've actually gotten rid of the trans fat too. A while back they had trans fats in them and I think they, they got rid of it. So that's another awesome thing. Oh, that's fantastic. Actually, yesterday I was at the, the downtown farmer's market mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm trying to remember, I know I have it written down in my bag somewhere. There's a company that makes donuts and they use... Um, Red Rabbit. Red Rabbit. Rabbit. That's what it is. Red Rabbit. Amazing donuts. Amazing donuts. Um, I don't know if they're always at the farmer's market. They are. Mm-hmm. And they're also at, so good. At, the, at the co-op at Wheatsville. They, they sell... I think um, I'm going to head to Wheatsville right okay. after this. Wheatsville is awesome, too. A southern fried tofu so, sandwich, tofu po' boy. Oh yeah. I, heard that the popcorn, I heard the popcorn tofu po' boy yeah. is... That's the, like top five things hey, to get eat the, Get the buffalo popcorn. So do you like a little bit of a spice? I do a like a little bit of spice. Okay. Okay. They have so, a buffalo top popcorn tofu and then a little blue cheese veganaise to put with it. It's so yeah. good. You guys should have seen the look that Jared just gave me. Because it was like, <laughs> you, you will not believe this. Oh, I... How many times have I had that sandwich? Well, that's like, like the... I've, you know, people <laughs> always... So there's times. a lot of things that people always tell you to eat when you come to Austin. That's definitely, like, one of the first things right out there. of people's mouths. So. I am 100% going there as soon as uh, I finish speaking with you guys. And then you have one more thing that this looks like a pretty are, ideal Yeah, these are topping. just, um, you know, another kind of basic ingredient, but um, they're roasted and salted peanuts. Um, yeah, this is another one that I try and eat when I'm not trying to eat cookies, you know. Right. At least it's got some nutritional Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and I like I like salt a lot too. I know it's not super great for you, but I'm definitely a, a sucker for some salty food. So maybe it's because I'm around so much sweet all the time that right. I yeah, you need out. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean peanuts. That's what I'm snacking on all day uh-huh. when I'm at work or yeah, whatever. I mean, I like it. They're easy to you know to access. So you can carry them with you in a little package and everything. Yeah. So they're good. And peanut flavored stuff is amazing. Okay. Uh, I I really feel for people who have peanut allergies. I, I don't know. I have peanut products too. Um, I was actually filmed for a show that's airing in January. I can't say what show, but it's going to be on the cooking channel. And um, they the episode they filmed before was all about peanuts. Whoa. So yeah, all they filmed three or four of my products that are all peanut butter themed. So um, we definitely have a love for peanuts at Capital City Bakery. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 
I know that you're you're closed Sundays and Mondays, right? When when are you guys open? So we're open Tuesday through Saturday. Um, right now we just changed our hours for fall, so it's eleven to seven. Okay. And do you find that most of your uh, business comes from the people from UT? Um, it's you know it depends. When I moved to this lot, I thought that's the way it was going to be. I was like, oh, I'm going to get so many students. It's right yeah. here. But you know, I forget that students don't have any money. They don't. So <laughs> they don't. Come they have here. none of it. Um, exactly. So I don't get as many students as I would think, but. What I do get is a lot of people from the neighboring businesses come over, which is great. Um, and a lot of people who have been following what I do for a little while now. Um, I used to have a blog um, called Sugar Skull, and I posted vegan pastries on there, and I think I kind of um, got some fans through that, and people will come out. Um, you know, when we had the grand opening party, I was overwhelmed at how many people came. It was just truly, like, humbling. So. Oh, that's really great. Uh, so, the the Austin food truck culture, you think, when did, when did it all kind of start? Do you um, know? I'd say probably, like, maybe five years ago. And it's going strong. You think that it's going to continue okay. to move forward? Every day, there's new trucks. Every day. Like, when I, when I got my trailer um, inspected and registered, I mean, it was there was a line, a huge line of people trying to get theirs inspected and registered. So there's just tons of people doing it. It's very affordable. Um, it's you know I wouldn't say it's easy to do because it's still a business and there's still a lot of permits and hidden fees and all this stuff that you have to learn about. But it's definitely much different than opening a storefront. So, so uh, where do you see things going from here? Um, my next uh, goal is to move into a storefront. Um, I'd like to be in addition to the truck, or yeah, I will keep the trailer. I know a lot of businesses when they move into a storefront, they get rid of their trailer because a lot of people start with the truck um, and they're just trying to get to a storefront. And once they've achieved it, they're like, I don't need the trailer anymore. But for me, I like the trailer. I love the aspect of it. I think a lot of reason people like my business is because it's a trailer. Um, you know, I think my product is really great too, but people like the quirkiness of the trailer, right. you know. Um, so I will keep that. Um, I'm not sure if I'll stay on this in this area or if I'm going to move, but I am going to try and uh, open up a storefront, hopefully within the next year. Um, do some more savory foods. I would love to do like soups and salads oh. and stuff like that. So. Uh, w maybe aside from uh, Conscious Cravings right here, what, what would be your favorite food truck around? Oh, that's hard. Um, <laughs> I really like, there's a food truck on the east side of Austin called Arlo's. Um, I've heard of Arlo's. Arlo's is amazing. Again, Jared's looking at me. His eyes, his eyes just yeah. get huge. So Arlo's makes, it's all vegan, and they make these amazing bacon cheeseburgers that are all vegan. Yeah. Um, Big, nice size, like the way a burger <laughs> should delicious. be. Like, yeah. And they're open late too, which is right. They're open far hours, so they're open until like one or two in the morning. Yeah, but they don't open until like eight p.m. Exactly. I think. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, it's like a little late night. For right now, there's not much of a lunch option for them, but um, some they have done something where they've opened for lunch before. You just kind of have to watch their, you know, Facebook and stuff. But right, and uh, people can find you guys on Facebook and yes. social networking stuff. Yeah, you can find us at facebook.com/capcitybakery. Um, like us on Facebook. I always tell people that's a good thing to do because I post the menu every day. Um, we have, does it change every single day? Um, it does to some extent. I do have a few daily flavors. Um, we have a, a vanilla vanilla cupcake, which is called a blondie every day. We have the chocolate chocolate, which you sampled today, which is called the blackout. And then we have the peanut butter crunch, which is our signature cupcake. We have those every day. But as far as everything else, uh, that's kind of up to me to decide every day what I get to do, which is the awesome part about being a business owner. So right, right, right. Great brownies. Do what I want. I heard the brownies are great. 
Yeah, everybody seems to flip over the brownies. They're pretty fudgy and delicious. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations on that. And uh, what's your just regular website? So it's just capitalcitybakery.com, and it's capital with an A-L. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. So are you guys on Twitter and all that kind of oh, stuff? yeah. It's oh, Cap yeah. City Bakery on wow. Twitter. And I love when people tweet at me. Everybody tweet at me right now. <laughs> I will. I will. Right. Uh, not right now, because <laughs> we're... That would be in, that would be rude. That, you Stop know... interview and tweet at me. Yeah, right. right. Uh, can you guys just hold on, like, a second? <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, but, yeah, thank you so much for uh, meeting up with me and talking and sharing some pleasure. snacks. And uh, I'm very excited about the way that the whole vegan movement, especially in Austin is going. Um, tomorrow's my last day in town, but I wish that I had would have more time. I got here Friday. Oh, okay. So you're trying to hit yeah. everything up. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, it's tough. There's there's so much stuff to do. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm staying with a friend who is not vegan. Wow. And I'm trying to... I've actually been cooking for her and her family. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know, went to Whole Foods and mm-hmm. got some, like, Upton Satan. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And, uh, you know, just getting... Just stocking up for a bunch of stuff. You know what's funny? That... Whole Foods doesn't have uh, that doesn't they don't carry because I was trying to find stuff to to do vegan s'mores, mm-hmm. but they don't have graham crackers without honey in them. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that too. That's another accidentally vegan thing I buy. So. Right. Well, like the Nabisco original mm-hmm. graham crackers. Where I believe are vegan as well. Yeah. But um, yeah. But I, it's crazy that Whole Foods doesn't. Do I know that it's kind of weird. Yeah. So. If you're listening, Whole Foods. Get with it. Some vegan graham yeah, crackers. Right. Yeah. Just complete it. Complete it. We just need the, we got we got the other two ingredients for those s'mores. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really excited about Austin. It's such a cool town, and it's been really great meeting meeting you guys. Everyone here has just been awesome, and you guys, no different. Isn't it kind of a great thing to realize that you can go travel to a city and you can actually have too much vegan food to eat? Yeah, right. Well, that's another part about uh, being vegan is the sense of community mm-hmm. and how. If you go anywhere, you can just like shoot up a flare and be like, "Hey, I'm vegan. What's up?" And yeah, then you'll get a huge response. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, we found that out with music and things like that. Because I think when you have that identifying, that identifying thing, you know, you, you know, we can all identify with going to a restaurant, like, "Oh my God, there's nothing, there's nothing we for me. We can't eat anything." And now you go to a place that has stuff, and it's like, "Yes, yeah, right." You know, vegans unite. And you then know? you have to decide who's gonna get what because you can't order the same thing. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. You have to share. You have to share. You have to share. Yeah, uh, where did I go last night with my friend who was not vegan? Uh, Garage Mahal. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 that was yeah. really good. And they, they clearly indicate what's vegan, what isn't. Because I love going to places that has something for everybody. You know, it's it's kind of crazy to say, like, I wish that every restaurant was just all vegan all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance that that's not happening in our lifetime. Yeah. So, you know, just just to be real. But... For, but but if it's possible to get every restaurant to ha- have like many vegan options, then that would be like a huge step forward. And uh, you know, they, even, even even the devil tried to do something like that. Like McDonald's, <laughs> even even not, even I think they tried to. Uh, Incorporate something. I know they. Like I know fruit cups maybe. or, or yeah. something. Yeah, right. I, know, I know. I know. I remember reading an article where they were going to try to experiment. Well, I mean, places like Subway now are, are test yeah. markets for putting riblets and stuff on sandwiches that are all vegan. Right, right, right. Like that. So it's pretty cool that major chains would even be considering having a vegan option. I mean, that yeah. to me is. I mean, I remember. I know that Subway has always been like the vegan, like travel essential. It's like, oh, yeah. there's a Subway. I can get some salad on bread. Except you know? when they yeah. tried to charge you three dollars so. for adding avocado. Yeah. 
Oh, that was that. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) Yet more meat, like twenty cents. Uh huh. But three avocado. I'm like seriously. I was like okay. Right. Yeah, but uh, no meat tax. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Uh, thank you so much for for meeting up with me, guys. This no has been worries. awesome. And everybody, you have to come here. If you're traveling through Austin, you got to stop here, uh, except if it's a Sunday or a Monday, because <laughs> they will be closed. I mean, uh, you can still come out, but you'll be really sad. Yeah, yeah. You'll get here and you'll be like, oh man. So Tuesday through Saturday, um, and then is that, are those also when uh, Conscious Cravings is? Um, I believe the other two vegetarian vegan trailers are actually open on. Mondays as well, um, but roughly the same hours. Most of us are open anywhere from 11 to 8, so mm-hmm. um, come out and try so some just falafel. camp out yeah. here for a while. Yeah, it's actually a pretty cool destination if you're looking for vegan food in Austin. It's you got your savory, you got your sweet, everything's pretty much covered. So You don't have to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm, That's exactly. true. You can actually sleep in the trailer if you want to. We can just hang out. Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm just I see. Yeah. Do not take that uh, <laughs> suggestion seriously, everybody. <laughs> Alright, well guys, thank you so much and uh, everybody, thank Thank you for listening.